everybody. It is, if you're catching us live, 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, 1 p.m. Central, because you have people <laughs> on the screen right now, uh, on a Friday afternoon. And that means it's time for another Kick-Ass Career Conversation. I'm Kim. I'm Louise. And we're joined today by... Chuck Allworth. Hi. Hey, Chuck. We're so glad to have you here. We're going to tell the world about who you are and what specialness you bring to this table uh, in just a little bit. But first, we want to start off this week like we start off every week. What are we celebrating today, friends? I, I'm celebrating not just the, the sunshine uh, and the blue sky today. Um, I've had a really unique opportunity to attend a series of webinars and events over the last few weeks. And this week was uh, chocked full of these opportunities to connect with other women across the country. Uh, and I just, I'm so, I don't know, flabbergasted, I think, um, by how um helpful doesn't even begin to explain the kind of support that um i've received from these people that i don't even know i haven't met them in person i look at them for a few minutes and uh everyone is jumping in to help uh support and grow my business and uh i see it happen uh all over i attended two days of these little webinars and conferences online and over and over and over again, I saw people reach out to help and offer advice and support. Uh, and it was fantastic. Um, and so I think I'm celebrating people today. Um, just celebrating that when you connect with your, with your folks, with your peeps and you find yourself in that right space, it's like, just like, I don't know, it's like gasoline on a fire. Um, and I just, I don't know. In, in a good way. Yeah, I'm not burning. Oh, I was going to say I'm not burning anything down, but maybe I am. Um, but we talked about letting things go that don't serve last week. And so maybe that's a little bit about it, too. But yeah, I just I don't know why I'm surprised uh, by people and, and, and how they want to help. But uh, I was just blown away this last week by everyone there uh, in the group. So, I'm yeah, I'm celebrating people and how great they are. Awesome. How about how about you, Chuck? What are you celebrating today? Well, here in the U.S., it's Thanksgiving week. Yesterday was Thanksgiving, so lots of family um, uh, happenings. Um, very thankful for and celebrating my my family, my wife of forty two years, um, my my three kids, all of whom are are adult adults now and with their own uh, awesome careers, and um, celebrating some new lives in our family. So uh, not the least of which is my um, granddaughter who uh, was born, my fourth granddaughter who was born just a couple of months ago. So, yeah. Chuck, it's been more than a minute since we've talked. Four <laughs> grandkids? I know, how about it? Wow. Four I'm girls, so we're the girl gang here. Oh, that's so cool. I, hell, whatever, I'm celebrating, I'm celebrating your grandkids. That's <laughs> <laughs> that brings me so much joy. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, it's it is strange not being in the states. This will be our. Is this our third? No, this is our set. I don't remember. I came up in August of twenty one, so it'd been November twenty one, November twenty two. Yeah, this is our third Thanksgiving that we're not in the states, and the two prior to that we did virtually. So it's been a hot minute since we've done U.S. Thanksgiving. Um, with our family. 
Um, we did Canadian Thanksgiving back in October, and that was lovely because mom was up here for um, for that with us. And so that was fun. But what am I celebrating this week? I think I think I am celebrating new connections. I have been, just like every week, I probably talked to anywhere between five and 10 new people every week. And sometimes they're just really fun conversations and it, and then, right, goodbye. And if we ever talk again, that'd be cool, but we don't really have plans to do that. There are some people that you're like, wow, we were absolutely meant to meet. And I am grateful that we have this time and how we want to continue to nurture and nourish this relationship. And there were two of those um, women, both of them were women this week that I met and um, wow, I had, I had a second coffee chat with one of them this morning and just filled my soul. I, it just feels good. Talk about finding the right fit, finding your peeps, finding, right, finding family in people that you're not related to, but really felt, feel at home with. So that's, that's what I'm saying. I love that. Yeah. So it's about the people this week. I love that. I All three of us were about people. Yeah, and you know, if you if you spend any time with me, my my mantra tends to be people. <laughs> Love humanity. People sometimes challenge me, but I digress. This week we're celebrating them. <laughs> we're gonna celebrate one special person today. We're gonna I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Chuck, um, and um, and then I know Chuck Louise has a question for you. So Chuck is married. Father of three, grandfather of four, which we're so excited about. We just heard about that. Um, resident of Glenview, Illinois, um, still going strong full time in the fifth decade, decade of his career, vast majority of which was spent as a charitable gift fundraiser. He had 13 different employers in the first 28 years of his career and only one for the last 14 and a half years. Um, somebody might have had something to do with the fact that he was uh, hired into the most recent one that he's had for 14 and a half years. I don't know who that might be. And I just love that you're still there and that you found your right fit. And we're going to hear all about that. Well, do you want to ask the million dollar question? <laughs> you know, Chuck, when we were kind of talking before we went live, um, talking about these careers, these jobs that you had, I imagine like a stone kind of skipping on the water where you were like dipping, 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 dipping. And then all of a sudden uh, you were able to land and find something that really fit, right? You just got grounded and, and found it. Tell us a little, tell our, our listeners too, a little bit about like what that career journey has been like, the, the, the skipping the skipping on the rock. And then, and then how did you know that like you landed someplace that just really that stuck? So I'm going to go, I'm going to take us back to fifth grade. And in fifth grade is when I first began studying Spanish. Uh, and I've actually had more years of academic preparation in Spanish than I've had in math. So <laughs> uh, I, I, starting from fifth grade all the way through my ninth semester of college, I, uh, I studied Spanish and never stopped, always took Spanish. Uh, and, and obviously liked it, decided to double major in Spanish and international business in college. In fact, chose the co my college because it offered international business. And the reason why that appealed to me was because of Spanish. 
So, uh, so when I was looking for a job uh, in you know, senior year of, of, of college, um, I was looking for jobs that, that were multinational with, with multinational organizations. Um, and so I was thinking that, you know, my career goal was to become this, you know, uh, hot shot, uh, high-flying, jet-setting uh, corporate guy uh, traveling all over the world for multinational corporations. Um, and the very first uh, job I had was a very short stint with a branch bank of an English bank um, in Chicago. But then I, I was, I answered an ad, um, a blind ad in the Chicago Tribune from the classified ads on a, in a, you know, on a print newspaper. Um, and uh, didn't know who I was applying to at all, but it said International Association seeks uh, entry-level manager for its donor services department. I answered it, and one thing led to another, and I and I took that job, but it wound up being with um, the uh, Lions Clubs International Foundation, uh, and so I went to work for the a charitable arm of Lions Lions Clubs International, and it was there that I got a taste for fundraising, and I liked it. Um, and it was international as well, so I was, you know, kind of, you know, uh, very fortunate that in that really second job out of out of college, I was doing what I thought I would be doing, minus the the corporate side, minus the you know the executive, you know, corporate thing. Although. Um, you know, did have an opportunity to travel and 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 use my Spanish a little bit, um, but then so that was six years at Lions Clubs International Foundation, um, and left um, there in like 1986. So in between 1986 and 2009 is when I had you know doing the stone skipping Louise right and and bouncing around a bit and and frankly that isn't all that rare for people in my profession um Kim can back me up on this because she's she's been a fundraiser she knows it's you know the I've seen different um different stats on this but they range like the average length the average tenure of a fundraiser the lowest I've seen is about 16 months the highest I've seen is about three and a half years. And that's just, you know, different different organizations doing different surveys and putting together different stats and such. But so it's it's really in the you know roughly two years and and then um and and that's it. Um so and that was me uh from 2000 and I'm sorry from 1986 to 2009. Um and um and I didn't use my Spanish at all during that time. Um, and so, you know, what does that tell you? Um, you know, that I, I didn't have that in any of the jobs that I was in. And then, you know, um, I, I, I would have liked it, but I, you know, uh, oftentimes, um, you know, jobs are, uh, are, you know, they're saying, you know, bilingual or, or Spanish speaking is, is a plus. And that was what happened with, when Kim hired me um, in into the job in 2009, so I really went for quite some time without doing any Spanish. So I, I was again six years at um, uh, at Lions. I was six years at another job, and then had a bunch of very very short short term jobs. 
uh, and then uh, you know came into where I am now, uh, and and that's just it's it just is right in my wheelhouse. It's just it it just everything came together so well. The Spanish, the serving um, Spanish-speaking populations, um, the fundraising, the mission that is just a golden mission. And, uh, and, and I think that was perhaps part of the other reasons why my stones kept skipping along the way is because the mission oftentimes was, was good, but for me, um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't something I could, you know, embrace. So I'll give you an example. I brush my teeth every day. I floss, not every day, but a lot. And I had a job with, with a, with a dental health organization. And, and, you know, I wasn't a dental health professional and they're, they're the ones that are passionate about their mission. Mm -hmm. I was, I was a fundraiser. I was a hired gun and I wasn't really in it because I was convinced of the mission that this is something that I could really wrap my arms around. Um, and that was a short term stay for me, maybe 18 months. But here I am now, uh, you know, going on 15 years at this organization, which, as I said, is, is right in my wheelhouse. I couldn't be happier. Thank you, Kim Romaine. You're very welcome. It's so it's so funny because I, I actually remember our interview. I don't, do you remember when we sat down and we were talking that first time or like around that? Sure. Okay. Um, one of the things that stood out for me, so you told me this, this story about Spanish being in your blood um, your whole life and that this was important. Um, I remember that story when we were first talking. I also remember like you did your homework. You were a great interviewee in that you did your homework about the organization. But what you can't fake was how you lit up. You were you were giddy. You were excited. You were joyful about what we were doing. And you weren't even involved yet. How did you how did you kind of attach to that before you even got involved with the job? Probably when you told me that it would involve travel to Spanish-speaking countries <laughs> um, and and children. I mean, you know, what's not to like about that for me? It was it was just it it, it was something to make me giddy, um, and um, I couldn't wait. Um, so so yeah, it was. And speaking of interviews, I mean. I'm glad you thought that I was a good interviewee because, I mean, quite honestly, I've had a lot of practice, mm -hmm. um, you know, with, with having as many jobs as I've had. And when you think that the typical job takes two, three, sometimes more interviews before you land it. Yeah. And then all of those jobs that I interviewed for and didn't get. I mean, that's a, that's I, I did the math. It's, I'm pushing 100 interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Contrast that with my wife. One interview. She's worked at the same. She had one interview. She got hired. She hasn't left that place since since college. Wow. Think, yeah. How about that? Anyway. Well, I talk. You know, it's it's so interesting because 
you know, I, I talk so much about, you know, how do, how do we align who we are on the inside with what we do on the outside, right? And that has a lot to do with like where we land. Where do we, where do we land and, and choose to give our gift, right? Because we all have a gift. We all have a superpower. We get to give it somewhere. Um, and when we can align that organizational values and their culture with like something that's inside of us, um, it, it just, it, 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 the road, it gets smoother um, and you get connected with what you're doing and, and you like your, your tenure speaks for itself, but also like, even just as you're talking, we all know that you're plugged into the work that you're doing, right? We can see it, we can hear it, um, which I, I think is fantastic, but we don't, not all of us do that. Not all of us like say like, I'm looking for an organization that aligns with my values or, right? And, and what do you think, like you, when you were bouncing those stones and kind of going from one thing to the next, was it, was it your drive for like, was it success that drove you or like, what was the, what was the driver that, that allowed you to kind of go from one job to the next? What, what were you looking for back then? You know, um, that's a great question. And as I, as I look back on it, um, I can, I can point to several things. I couldn't, I can't point to just one though. Um, you know, honestly, in, in, in some cases, you know, wasn't my choice to to be looking for a new job um you know I, I i sometimes will joke with people about fundraising is that fundraisers are like uh professional baseball managers they're hired to be fired um and so we're definitely a nomadic lot and so one of the reasons for that is because you get into an organization and it isn't a good fit and either you realize that it's time to go or they realize that they it's time for you to go um so there's that there there was a certain amount of you know, looking for um, career advancement and, and and greener pastures involved in that, and then um, uh, there was a certain amount of 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 being in a in a place where it it just wasn't healthy for me, and I didn't mm -hmm. like it. Um, and um, uh, it's interesting because in some of those instances where I was just like, well, this isn't for me. I need to look, you know, and I need to look, keep looking. I do have some regrets on that actually like like i didn't stick it out longer maybe i should have in some in some some of you know two or three jobs that i can look back on and say yeah it was it was it was difficult but you know people come and go organizations aren't static they they change and so you know i often think about well what would have happened if i had just stuck it out and, and that person who was giving me such a hard time before left uh, and, you know, maybe if I just hung on a little while longer, but, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. All of my, all of my steps led to where I am now. And, and, and so I'm, you know, uh, I'm happy that, that, that they brought me where I am. Um, um, but yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't point to any one driver, uh, Louise, you know, that, that caused me to, to move from one to the other. So I'm curious from that lens of being a dad, right? With these adult kiddos out in the world, starting their own families. Um, what kind of conversations do you have with them around their own careers? I'm going to go back to what I, what I just said, like in, in talking with, um, talking with them 
and they're moaning and complaining or whatever they're doing about some you know something i'm like you know you just this too shall pass um you know stick it out uh, don't jump too soon um and basically i'm giving them advice that that i wish someone had given me in in some of the jobs that i'd had right um so i i feel like um as someone who who jumped around a lot um I, I I think I found it difficult at, in in some situations where I was interviewing, where I was defending, um, you know, jumping around a lot, and that you know, you depending upon who you're talking to, if you're not talking to someone as open and wonderful as Kim Romaine, they might, you know, feel like, well, um, you know, that's a red flag, and you know, we're not going to go in that direction. Um, so that is why when I'm talking to my kids. I'm saying, you know, you need to, especially in your first couple of jobs, really, you know, try your hardest to um, establish, you know, you know, uh, some not job security isn't the word, but length of tenure is what I'm, you know, talking about here is 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 not not leaving too soon and setting yourself up for, you know, too much stone skipping, as Louise um, yeah. coined that term. I like that. Yeah. I often talk to, to people around, you know, we, we can get into a place and, and that doesn't fit. And then, you, like you said, right, like it's like I, I'm, I'm in the wrong place. I'm doing the wrong thing. Like, like I, I got to go. And, and that's really about, I think, it gives, we give our power away often to those external uh, factors, right? We say, okay, it, this this environment's not exactly what I imagined, or this person's not exactly who I imagined, and so um, I I'm going to leave because X, Y, or Z, and we never really understand what it is that that we um, can learn. I think from being in a place like that, like we're just letting the environment dictate if we stay or go, and and taking control of our career journey is about understanding like like what am I learning. Or what do I want to learn in this role? Can I learn that in this role? And if so, let's stick it out and learn it. Um, if not, then then let's go, right? But it's it's back to your own, like you're deciding to go for your own reasons, um, and and it's not it's not externally kind of pushed upon you, right? I, I'm having the same conversations with my my kiddo. He's 17. Right. And so he's just kind of entering the workforce, getting his first summer jobs and and doing all of that and, and trying to figure out university and trying to figure out, like, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? And it's like, I'm like, good golly, like it's not the rest of your life um, that you're training for. It's just like this next step. So, like, what is it that you want to learn at at this part time job? Right. Do you want to learn how to communicate with with adults, with people who are older than you? Um, do you want to learn how to get along on a team? Do you want to learn, right? Like there's all of these things he can learn, even if he's stocking shelves or right a cashier. Um, it doesn't have to be like, um, just a job. You can be intentional about what it is that you want to learn, but, but yeah, it, it brings our power back to ourselves to say like, I'm going to stick this out until I, I learn this, or I'm going to figure out how to navigate this difficult conversation or this difficult person. Um, but then know that sometimes there is a wall, right? We just can't get 
through that. We can't move past it. But I think, yeah, like, you know, as you're talking, it's like, how do we, how do we stay in control of what that is? One of my favorite things to talk about, (laughs) right? Taking agency over ourselves. And, and it, well, Louise was, was chatting. Chuck, I was thinking about 15 years in, in one organization and I was there for a part of it. Um, probably not every moment at the organization was rainbows and sunshine and unicorns. Um, Are there lessons that you know that you've learned through some of those crunchier times, even in a job that you're like, this absolutely is the right fit? Yeah, um, great question. What comes to mind for me immediately is everything is relative. So, so sure, you know, there are some, you know, I think that there's always going to be rough patches um, in in life, right? In in in, in your career, and um, and so thankfully, those rough patches in my current organization don't come close to the rough patches that caused me to look elsewhere when I was in in you know in other roles. Um, and I remember, you know you know, being in, in in rough patches and other jobs and thinking to myself, life is too short to be unhappy and to be miserable. Why am I doing this? Um, and, 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 but now I'm, you know, I, I think to myself, um, boy, if I maybe just stuck that out a little while longer, what could I have learned? This is to Louise's point. What could I have learned, uh, you know, had I stuck it out? How, how, you know, would, you know, would that in fact, you know, have built, you know, some new aspect of character for me um, had I had I not um, cut and run. Um, but uh, but I'll go back to everything is relative, and so thankfully it just hasn't happened. Um, you know, in 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 this current uh, organization where things have been that bad, but that's not to say that there haven't been rough patches either. Sure, 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 and that yeah, I think that that's the that's the reality. Um, as you said about life and about organizations, about all organizations, um, understanding, and I, that I think comes with a little bit of maturity. And I don't necessarily mean age, but maturity being openness to a lot of experiences. Right? We can we can have a lot of experiences in a very short period of time, um, but being able to mature through those and and understand. Um, where our agency is that Louise was talking about, how to uh, how to gauge its its relative meaning for ourselves and what is most important for ourselves. Because I think that that's where we can derail ourselves and feel like it's I'm done, I'm out. Um, there are some toxic situations where absolutely that's the right answer. And there are some other situations where maybe it's our ego that got bruised or maybe somebody, right? That there's a person that you're having to operate with. I've, I had that not where we work together. I had that in a different organization <laughs> where there, there was, there was that one person and I'm like, I cannot stay here because of them. And my big learning curve was being intentional and saying, I can, I can stay here even though they're making my job really, really, really hard. And they're making my life really, really, really unhappy. And I will give it this long a period of time for me to recognize what I need to recognize and to learn that skill of being in a 
uncomfortable position. And then I choose to move on. But it was very intentional at that point. And that came with maturity. And that's what I what's what I'm talking about there. Um, so managing others, right? So not only our kids, when we're talking about our kids or talking with our kids about about what it's like, but when we're in that situation of when we manage others or we have colleagues that we oversee in different ways, um, how do you um, support them in their growth and development in recognizing whether or not this is a good fit? And um, yeah, how, how have you worked with that? Um, so I want to uh, you know, clarify that, that I am not managing folks now. I have in the past, but my current role, I'm not. Um, don't really miss it, to be honest with you. Um, uh, and it isn't because I, I didn't like managing people. I, you know, for me, uh, you know, I, I would rather not be spending a whole lot of time approving expense reports and, 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 um, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And, and, but, um, but Kim, I think, you know, the, the, the first thing that I can think of, um, is that you need to be, you need to put in the time to provide positive, ongoing positive feedback and put in the time to give honest um, um, and uh, thoughtful um, performance reviews. Um, and, and so that, so that they can, uh, so that your employees can, um, you know, take constructive criticism and, and, uh, deal with that and uh, react to it. Either they react to it in a good way or they don't react to it at all. And, and you know, um, but that to me is, is what is, you know, what helped me in terms of managing folks over the years. Um, and, you know, nothing gave me more um, um, satisfaction. Um, in managing folks than when they did decide to move on because it was the right time for them because we couldn't offer them anything more. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, can you even know one or two of these folks that, that, that um, you know, stayed with us for a good long time? Um, and yeah, it was time. Uh, I was sad to see that person go. Um, but but also very you know professionally um, uh, satisfied I guess that they that um, they were able to leverage everything they learned and and you know in, in in this job and take it to another level and 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 continue their career uh, path in a, in a in a positive upward way. Yeah. I think those relationships that we have with our colleagues, with those that we manage, with with those that have managed us, when we get, when we have that that candor with them, when we have that comfort, that trust, that belief in ourselves and in them, um, and we can have those conversations with them, that's where the magic happens. Because whether it's right for you to stay in a role for 15, 16, 17 plus years. Or if it's right for you to move on for whatever reason it is, for whatever tenure you are there, if if your teammates, regardless of level, if your teammates are there to support you in that decision, 
it's maybe you don't have those questions of, well, if, if I had just stuck it out, maybe this would have, right? Yeah. Yeah. You get to a place of that. There are no regrets. Like, you know, that it's time to move on for whatever reason, good reasons or not so great reasons, but, but you know that you've put your best self forward uh, and that you have people that help you do that. I see feedback as a gift, right? That positive feedback or that constructive feedback. And we shy away from it so much. Um, that's a struggle for me as a harmonizer. I want to make sure everybody's happy. And But when we can be clear and kind in our feedback, um, man, it's a gift. Um, and it really helps, right? We lead people up into promotions or we lead them out into great jobs. Um, so, yeah, I love that. Well, it's all part of finding the right fit. Is, it is. is to be able to, to know that those around you are being really clear and candid and kind, um, even if it's a tough thing to say or hear. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I know it's, it's, so I'm an example, right? I still absolutely appreciate and adore the organization that you are still at that I am no longer at. And it was the right time for me to move on when I did for all the reasons that I needed to move on because that wasn't a right fit for that time in my life. It's not saying there's anything wrong with the organization or the people right. that, that are in the organization mm -hmm. because I still have a tremendous amount of respect. And then there are those other organizations that I know that I've been with that I'm like, huh, hard for me to hold that same space for. <laughs> but it's also the difference in who we surrounded ourselves with right in different places it goes back to the people that we started talking about at the beginning of the hour yeah right yeah. yeah so chuck any other thoughts that you have in terms of um you know as people are listening and thinking about for themselves um have i found a right fit do i need to move on do you have any other thoughts that you kind of want to share with the world on that I'd say, <clears throat> I'd say, follow your passion. Um, that's, you know, uh, you know, I, I didn't right for a while. I, 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 I let it lie fallow. Uh, and, uh, and so what would have happened had I not done that? Um, you know, where would I, where would I be today? Hard to say. Um, um, might not be talking to you on this, on this, you know, podcast right now, but, um, anyway, I, um, so yeah, follow your passion. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it, again, I didn't do it, but right now that I am doing it, it, you know, I, I I'm very professionally, um, and personally gratified by it. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been doing it for, you know, almost 15 years now, which is, right. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I would love to know kind of what are our golden nuggets from this conversation? What are we taking away with us and, and kind of placing in our hearts or in our back, back pockets um, just to go with us and out into the world? For me, I think, you know, Chuck, when you were talking about having regrets, right, and, and talking about, you know, where, where those places that, you know, maybe I could have stuck it out a little bit longer, I could have done something a little bit different. And I think, you know, when I talk to people about finding work that fits and feels good, um, it is about not having those regrets. It is about kind of like, 
where, what can I be doing now? Um, cleaning up my own yard before I like see the grass is greener over on the other side. Like, how can I make sure that when I do move, I'm moving for all the right reasons and for all my reasons, and that I'm not going to have regrets, regardless of where I land. Could land in a place that's not as great as the one I just left. But that's okay um, because I'm going to just move. I'm just going to skip and move to the next one because now I'm more in control, right? I'm not going to have those regrets. I think that was just such a great reminder is that like, how do we like just make sure our yard is clean before we're like looking over the fence to say, hey, what's over there? Um, making sure our next move is is a good move and it starts from a good place. Chuck, how about you? What are you taking away? Yeah, I, I, as I'm thinking about this, and I was just writing some uh, notes here. Um, and, I, and it isn't really anything that we talked about specifically. We kind of danced around it a little bit. Um, and that is just keep plugging away. Keep plugging away. Um, you know, I, I, I had after, uh, after my first job, which was about a six-month job, I then landed a, a job for six years. And then I had um, one, two, three jobs in about a five-year span before I landed my other job that was a six-year stint. And then I went about, um, let's call it six, five or six other jobs in a short period of time before I landed a 15-year stint. And and so just keep plugging away. That I, I mean, I, you know, I know it, 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 it probably doesn't sound, um, you know, glitzy or, 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 or nuggety, but, um, uh, but it, but it's, but it, it's the truth. I mean, that's, at least in my case, it's happened. I just, you know, you know, didn't lose, didn't lose faith, kept, you know, kept, you know, trying the next thing until, until I, you know, landed something that I'm, where I'm really, really happy. Love that. Yeah. It's, and it's funny because nuggets don't have to be glitzy. Golden nuggets in and of themselves provide their own shine because they're they're simple. There's something that we're like, oh, yeah, duh. You just keep keep trying, keep going. Right? Absolutely. Keep going and, and know thyself. Um I there so you talked about being in fifth grade. My this is my nugget. You talked about being in fifth grade and and knowing like love of Spanish started then. Um, I talked to somebody earlier today. This was the, the person that I talked about earlier um, who talked about knowing that since she was five years old, so fifth grade, five years old, there's something about fives today, um, that she loved design. She loved drawing and creating design even at a very young age. And by the time she was 14, like she landed her first gig as a designer. And she's thinking about what, what she's doing moving forward. But our younger selves are really smart. Mm -hmm. And so my nugget, again, something we didn't explicitly talk about, but I think is really important here is, is trusting the wisdom of our inner selves and our inner selves are really our younger selves that are still with us. Because Chuck, that is who I saw when we sat down to that interview 15 years ago. I saw that fifth grader getting really excited about going on some international travel and being able to use his Spanish and being able to help other kids, even though you are in a grown adult body, right? 
that's what I saw. And that wisdom that you had the whole time with you um, is able to be here today with us. So that's my nugget. Love it. Chuck, yeah. if, if people want to stay connected with you or to, to talk with you and find out what you're doing in the world, where are the best places for them to find you? So I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I think I'm the only Chuck Allworth on LinkedIn uh, and, and Facebook. And I'm, I'm pretty good about keeping up with both of those. So that's probably the best place for anyone who's watching that like to like to connect with me. Perfect. Um, Louise, what do we have going on in the world? We do stuff. We, we, do, do, stuff. Stuff. we do stuff. Other than talking to great people about their careers, we actually do stuff when we show up in the world. And so we have a whole big collection of humans, beautiful humans who are all looking to uh, create their own kick-ass careers, finding work that fits and feels good. And you can join us in the Kick-Ass Career Collective um, just by visiting our website. Um, so check that out. There's an opportunity to join uh, for free to come in and check it out. We have some great events coming up. Uh, you'll also be able to see those events if you go to our website. We have have a great series uh, on the go right now all about these little micro bursts to make uh, macro movements uh, and we have another session coming up uh, real soon uh, next on week Thursday. yeah on the 30th yeah uh, all about micro planning and how to bring that into our lives in a really quick and easy way uh, so check that out uh, all at your kickasscareer.com uh, and Next week is Wendy, Embracing Resilience and Radiance. See, I kind of pay attention to these things. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to Wendy. Uh, she's uh, been somebody who's reinvented herself uh, a little bit too over and over again. And so we're going to talk to her uh, and her beautiful book that's coming out real soon. Um, it's actually it's already out. out. It's out, oh. yeah. yeah. Casey. Already out. <laughs> We'll learn more about that next week, though. Absolutely. So tune in then. Uh, Chuck, it has been a, a real pleasure to meet you and chat with you. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing your story. I think it's so important for folks to hear how they can craft their own kick-ass careers by hearing about yours. Thanks, Louise. Uh, I, I appreciate the time today and, and I'm glad to have spent uh, the, the past 45 minutes uh, uh, with you all. Kim, uh, miss you. Chuck, I, I said it to Louise before we went live, and I will say it to the world. You're one of the kindest, just, that's just kind, 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 generous, wonderful human beings that I've ever met. And I am so glad that we had this time together, and I'm just so glad that we're still in each other's lives. So. Ditto. Thanks, Kim. You're welcome. All right. We will see everybody next week. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye, Bye for Bye. now.